The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. <laughs> Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done. Welcome to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. Bringing you the latest from the world of sports, DFS, and gambling. With over five years of hot takes and millions of downloads later, I guess he's been doing something right. Now, sit back and listen to one of the sharpest minds in the game. Here's your host, Dwayne Callender. All right, folks, we have an NFL 2 Gamer this Saturday heading into the Christmas holiday. We've got big news in the baseball world as the Dodgers sign yet another Japanese star. Uh, Yamamoto signs with the Dodgers on a 12-year deal, which is the richest contract for a pitcher in MLB history. Uh, You know, Dodgers making moves. We have more hoops action, but like... Honestly, with uh, the NBA in-season tournament over, the NBA is back to the same problem that they had in that the NFL is encroaching on Christmas Day and it's severely undercutting any buzz the NBA has been able to generate. The in-season tournament did give them some publicity, so there's some takeaways with that, especially with the Lakers winning. But uh, yeah, without much further ado, let's just get right down to it. I mean, you got the Steelers... (sighs) In free fall, following the George Pickens blocking gate, you know, a lot of folks are targeting Mike Tomlin because it's an easy target to do at this stage, given his lengthy tenure with the Steelers. Uh, Steelers fans, you know, for those of you who have not listened to me over the years, uh, my sentiments of the Steelers are fan base is very much similar to the Cowboys fan base in the sense of entitlement. But it is what it is, Uh, you know. That is more from the thought process, and they may not want to hear it, but they are very much akin to Cowboys fans uh, in terms of how they act. But with that being said, the Steelers do have an overall organizational problem, but it's not just Mike Tomlin. It just permeates through the fact that in terms of their philosophy at this point, Omar Khan is the Steelers GM, but 
basically he's been with the Steelers for the better part of 15 years. Kevin Colbert was the Steelers GM prior. Uh, he had been with the Steelers for over 20. The Steelers just promote from within, but realistically, the Steelers have gotten a bit stagnant in terms of how they do their roster construction because they've been a lot of defense, kind of build sub skill position players, find a QB. They haven't found the QB to replace Big Ben. The position players that they do have, yes, they have talent, but with the issues on their offensive line, they can't get the ball. The issues that they have with George Pickens and Deontay Johnson, the, the, let's not forget, Deontay Johnson also has his own set of issues. Yes, you can throw it at the feet of Mike Tomlin, but realistically, the Steelers drafted a f- finesse team, and they want to play physical football. Like, there is a... a, a this cognizance between what they preach versus what they're actually doing. They're putting more finesse players in positions where they do not want to be physical. So they don't have a Heinz Ward on that roster. Look at the team. Look at the team. Uh, your, your most physical wide receiver is Allen Robinson, basically. You got Calvin Austin. Like you got a bunch of guys that are not physical players. It, it, they are kind of soft on the skill position players side. They don't create holes for Najee Harris. Not that I think Najee Harris is very good. Jail Ward, same deal. It, like, I guess he might be better than Najee Harris. It remains to be seen. But the issue is the fact that, overall, if you look at the Steelers, it's a kind of meh roster. You know, they, everyone can blame Tom, Mike Tomlin all they want. It doesn't change the fact that the the roster is kind of bland. And yes, T.J. Watt is very impressive. But if you look at the Steelers' defense, there are, there are ways to attack that defense. You can run on that defense. You can pass on that defense. You may get uh, you may get caught uh, uh, caught in a bad spot and turn the ball over. But there's ways to get after the Steelers. That's not a world beating roster on offense or defense. So. The Steelers have a more philosophy problem in terms of the plays that they have in place versus what they want to do. But, yeah, Mike Tomlin makes for an easy scapegoat. And, yes, the Steelers and Tomlin could have a divorce at the end of the year. That would not save the Steelers from the problems that they already have. But, you know, like I said, I feel the Steelers fans have been way too entitled in terms of the run they had with Cowher onto Tomlin in terms of lack of dysfunction. People seem to forget that the Steelers in the '80s sucked. Like, I, like I, 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 I just want to be blunt about that. People think like it was all hunky dory with the Steelers and being tough and winning games after the Steelers occurred. The Steelers sucked in the '80s. Let's just call it for what it is. Along with the Packers, the Steelers were awful in the '80s. I don't think they actually remember like being bad, but I remember when they were bad. In my childhood, the Steels were not good. So, you know, you can blow it up now. But, as I say, be careful what you wish for. Because I remember the bad times with the Steelers. Y'all were not talking as much as you were talking uh, uh, during this last 25 plus years. So, I'm just saying, you gotta be careful what you wish for. Because it could go very wrong very quickly. So, anywho, let's get into uh, the thought process. As I said, I, I don't love 
either one of these games. Uh, the Steelers and Bengals total is at 38.5. I think this game is severely going under. Uh, I would bet the under on the 38.5, uh, to be perfectly honest. I think the nightcap between the Bills and Chargers has more points in it. That's a 44 total. Now, is there a dead cat bouncing effect for the Chargers with Brandon Staley fired? Maybe for the first half. But the Chargers have enough injury issues that now with the roster, yeah, this is this is a tall ask for the Chargers to even remotely be challenging the Bills to upset them. I would say that you, what you can run into is you might run into a more of a backdoor cover situation with the uh, Bills getting tired in the second half, traveling to the West Coast, then uh, the Chargers uh, like just being ferocious in terms of their overall approach. Uh, I could see the, the Bills getting up, getting a little bit complacent in the second half, and things uh, kind of going uh, a little bit sideways until they like kind of button things down in the fourth quarter. But uh, yeah, do I think the backdoor cover is possible? Certainly. That's why this betting line... Started at 14.5 and, and now gone down to 12.5. You know, I do think that, you know, 13 points makes the most sense in terms of where the line probably ends up being. I just don't think it's a great line to be betting regardless because, A, it's hard to really trust the Chargers. But uh, from a Bills standpoint, I just don't think it's a complete massacre because, you know, again, that requires the Bills to be playing complete mistake-free football and, you know, being on the win streak and taking your opponent lightly, I do think there's a pathway where uh, they have a slip-up in one of these games. And this could be the game where, yeah, they win, but not as convincingly as everyone would have expected it to be. So without much further ado, we're going to take a quick break, bring my dad on, and then we'll kind of go through his thoughts as well as we kind of dive into this slate. So stick around, folks. Don't go anywhere. The Fantasy Throwdown Podcast will be right back after our sponsors pay the bills. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to the show. Hope you got your popcorn ready. Kelly, it's your favorite time of the year, end of the year with teams that are probably missing the playoffs, and yet the NFL cannot flex these games away from you soon enough. But we have a AFC North rivalry matchup here. Uh, the Steelers, 7-7, seven seven, needing to win out to make the playoffs. Mike Tomlin on the hot seat because... Guess what? People still don't like having a good coach in place for too long. They need fresh blood, even though the players don't. Their their issue is GM more than coach. Versus the Bengals with no Joe Burrow still uh, at eight and six, looking to make the playoffs. So uh, you got the Bengals on the road, favored by two and a half. Uh, even though you know, I I have my soft spot for Mike Tomlin. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I think <sighs> this would be a good week for the Steelers to show me that they, 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 they and playing for some pride. But I, I don't, I don't think so. I, I think that 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 thing with 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 Pickens is more of who he is than just the game. You know, I mean, well, everyone's been complaining about the Pickens play, but that's not a Tomlin thing. It, it's like, no. it's like I, I get what Shannon Sharp was saying because Shannon Sharp saying you're either uh, you're either coaching it or condoning it. And could you bench George Pickens? Yeah, but that's basically cutting your nose to spite your face because guess what? the The issue with the Steelers are they're not deep enough and they're not talented enough. To overcome some of the uh, the lackadaisical play that permeates that team. Now, could you say that yes, if they had more blue collar guys in place, that they could probably get by even with less talent? Yeah, but because of where they are, and that's not a Tomlin thing. That's a GM situation. They don't have those guys right now, so that's why they're playing uh, Deontay Johnson and Pickens as much as they are because. They only have finesse guys. They don't have real rugged players anymore. Like, that's just not who the Steelers are. And so everyone complained about the Steeler way. It's not just Mike Tomlin. You have GMs. You have the Roonies. Like, this is what they've kind of pivoted towards is being more of a finesse team. And Big Ben's partly to blame for that because that's how he wanted it. Yeah, yeah, you know. It's it's it, it is what it is now, you know that you know people people want it one way and now it's that way. You know they always say, which 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 is another thing. Pittsburgh better be careful because it's the old be careful what you wish for, you know, because yeah, that's how they want it and now they realize oh oh. You know, because once you start down that road, it's it's got oil on the surface. So if you can be, be be careful. You can be very very slippery. You know, and I think they they 
they're looking to head down another road with more slick if they get rid of tumbling. So they better be careful. You know, but I I I take um I'll take Cincinnati with the points. I'll take Cincinnati. Yeah, no, no, but still no Jamar Chase for the Bengals. So I, I think this is a low scoring game. To be perfectly honest, uh, I, I just, I'm just not, uh, I'm just not excited about the the prospects for uh, the Steelers uh, today. But I, I still don't think it's necessarily a case. Where, like I, I, I'm taking, I'm still taking the Bengals. But to me, this is one of those where it's like. This game could be tied in the fourth quarter, and it wouldn't shock me in the slightest. But here's one other problem: the two things, two things I got, yeah, yeah, you know, I gotta look at. To me, that Steelers defense is starting to wear down. The season is starting to wear on them. They've been on the field too long, you know, and getting nothing in return for it. That, and I think. Cincinnati has a good running back, okay? They can pound the ball at them, and Cincinnati has a better kicker. So if it comes down to, to, to a field goal, Cincinnati has a more reliable guy. And like you say, I think this is going to be a low-scoring game. But I think Cincinnati, uh, Cincinnati can pull it up. So that's 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 my that's my thing. That's that's what I'm taking the bank. Yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah. So those two are based on because I saw last week when in I mean I it's one of the first time I ever felt sorry for anybody on a football field. I felt sorry for Tomlin because the coach just kept running it. And, I mean, it's like punishing them, just pushing them, pushing them back constantly. And there was nothing they could do with it. Five yards, ten yards, five yards. You know, it just over and over and over. And they could do nothing about it. And to me, that's it's the most... You know, punishing thing you could do to a defense is to push it all over the field. You know, like like that. So uh, that's that that that's that's the only thing. And and I have a feeling that 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 encounter last week where they just pushed them around, it, it might be the thing that breaks the 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 back of the Steelers because the one thing they could depend on is that defense. You know, you know, getting getting them stops, and they just couldn't do it last week. They couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, I believe me, I, I get it. I totally get it. I just, I just look at it from the standpoint of, you know, when everyone's negative on the Steelers, they're talking about it, like, if if it's truly over for Mike Tomlin, you're gonna find out today. That's the way I look at it. Because with the amount of negative talk from calling from Steelers fans, I feel like this is one of those spots where the Steelers defense shows up. The offense, although terrible, plays a little bit better. And it, it I like, so that's why I say it's like, this is one of those games where the Bengals, I still think probably win, 
But I'm not shocked that this is like a low-scoring 13-13 game heading into the fourth quarter. Like that's that's the way I look at it. It's like I, I yeah, think this, what? I think this just ends up being a very grimy game, and the Steelers are right there, and everyone's gonna be like, "Oh man, it's like this one's like kind of tight." It's like I, I I think folks are like underestimating the fact that Mike Tomlin can get this team ready. Oh, I I have no doubt he can get the team ready because it's not like the defense played bad bad last week. I just think they hit that spot in the second half where they got worn down. You know, and let me tell you something. You leave your defense out on the field for too long, sooner or later, that shit could happen. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's human beings. They get tired. And, and if you listen to any good lineman talk, and they say, it's not, you know, I used to always listen to the and, you know, they say, there's nothing they like more than running the ball. You know, when, when, they, when they start peeling off those yards, they love it. Just give, 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 give it to us more. Give it to us more. And run blocking, they will just be pushing people back. You know, and it, 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 it's, it's what it is. Because remember, you're just pushing going forward. And if you have a, a, a good running back who can plow in there, oh, yeah. So I'm kind of worried today if that defense is out of the field too long that Joe Mixon in the second half, because he's, he's one of those punishing rushers where, you know, he, he, he likes it like that. So you got to be careful, you know. And, and I know everybody, oh, I think Tomlin has lost the team. And blah, 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 blah. Well, you know, hey, it's it's. What, what you want to tell me that that Seriano has lost the team for the two straight weeks? In two straight weeks, Deegan's got pushed around. Oh, 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 yeah. oh! So, so the 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 the, the talk with that is uh, uh, Sirianni is, is a little bit overmatched at times, but his replacement. Uh, his replacements uh, for defensive coordinator, they, 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 they're they're even worse. So, like, that that's what the Eagles are getting now. Look, let me tell you something. So, Sean Desai and, and company, they're highly overmatched compared to where Sirianni is. Yeah, well, the, 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 the defensive coordinator, uh, he's not as good as the guy that was there before. Uh, you can see it. It's been there all season that that defense is not as good as it was last year. Whether it's the coordinator or the guys that they lost. Yeah, I'll be honest. It's like I I have my doubts about Steichen. I definitely have my doubts about Steichen, like uh, uh, be, being a head coaching material. But you have to say that Arizona has played hard throughout the uh, throughout the year. So not having that presence in the locker room. Uh, when you're trying to make it back to the Super Bowl, yeah, it makes a difference. Yeah, yeah, you know. So uh, let me tell you something. Yeah, what people don't understand: most teams is not the same from year to year because you have success. Two things are gonna happen: you're gonna lose people on the coaching side, and you're gonna lose players because you win a championship and. 
players are at the end of their contract, they become more important. They want more money. Sometimes you can't give them more money. It's not like in the old days where you could keep the steel curtain for all those years and Dallas could keep the keep the the, the their team, you know, that, that defense, you know, for all those years. It, in this day and age, too tall and them is not playing for Dallas for all those years, neither is mean Joe. It's, it just wouldn't happen. You know, they couldn't do it then. But now you lose people. I mean, guys, sometimes when a team is successful, they lose two, three guys on the coaching side. Some get head coaching jobs, some get offered better jobs at their position with, with other teams, more money. Yeah. It's a money thing now. You know, so it's 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 kind of almost impossible for teams to play the exact same way every year. I mean, you have a philosophy, but it don't mean you can actually carry it out the same way every year because you lose people, and you know it's 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 just that's the way it is now in all the sports. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, anywho, let, let, let's let's get moving to the, the, the nightcap. The Chargers without our favorite coach, Brandon Staley, hosting the Bills on their hot streak. Bills, 14.5-point favorites on the road after defeating Dallas last week. How, how do you look at this one? Fourteen and a half. Now, 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 I know they base this. They have based this on what happened in that Raiders game. That's why it's fourteen. I, I don't know if it goes like that. You know, uh, some guys are gonna start playing because before Staley could always take all the blame, but some guys are gonna have to play better because they're gonna be playing for. The new contracts and things. So they got to show up a little more than that. I, I would think. No, I shouldn't say I think. I would hope. You know. But um, I, 14 is a lot. I, I like the Bills. I like the Bills. If, if that was like 10, 11, uh, you know, 14 is a lot. That's... You know what? I'm going to roll the dice and say, <laughs> if the, the 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 only thing is worrying me is that it's on the road, you know. If 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 the Chargers was traveling, oh, I take that easy. But you know, Buffalo is out there. Uh, oh boy, ah, Buffalo is on a roll. I mean, I, you know, I like Buffalo, and and that kind of new ball control thing that they're playing, which is which is less less chance for for making uh, those stupid turnovers that 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 Josh Allen likes to do. You, you, you're not giving him a chance to to, to 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 try to play the hero all the time. Yeah. Uh, all right, I, I, I'll sum this game up the way I look at this. Mm-hmm. To me, this is the Thursday night game all over again, but in reverse. 
because the Chargers, while being the West Coast team, you, typically the West Coast teams tend to cover in prime time uh, with these types of games. There is a dead cat bounce effect that comes into effect for the Chargers with not like getting Staley fired. To your point, they got to perform now that Staley's gone to he- see who's going to do what. The issue is you still got no Justin Herbert. The organization still wants to deprioritize Austin Eckler for all these other guys because they don't want to play Eckler. So the question is, does the defense show up to make this somewhat closer? I'm looking at this and saying probably not. Maybe for the first half, but not for the entire 60 minutes. So I still look at this game as a case where the Chargers might still have this close by halftime. The data usually shows that if the Chargers can keep it close, this might actually be a game. The only problem with this is that just because the data says the Chargers should be in this one, the reality of the situation is because they've been so poorly coached, who knows if these backup, if these uh, alternate coaches will call it uh, call a better game than Brandon Staley has, which was about as bad as it could get. But the thing is, because these other assistants have been there and he chose them, do they know what they're doing? I don't like. That's the question that like it kills me because t- technically this would be a premier spot to bet the Chargers. This would be a prime spot to bet the Chargers because everyone's going to be on the Bills. The problem is the char- the Chargers have been so poorly coached, top to bottom, that just because you fire Brandon Staley, you have to get rid of you have to get rid of all the people he brought in. So to me, I I I I feel as though like this is where I look at it. I would take the Chargers side if you're behind in your picks pool. If you don't have to bet this game. Stay away from it. Because to me, this is one of those where it's like, everyone thinks the Bills are going to cover easy. And technically, the data says it shouldn't be that easy. But the eye test says it should be that easy. I just look at it from the standpoint of, why even bother taking a chance? Because we've seen the Bills have meltdown moments in games that they have no business like being close. And so that's why I kind of look at this and say, Oh, everyone's trying to argue the case that the Bills have turned the cover, uh, have turned the corner. It's not going to impact them. They're like they're going to be fine. And I'm like, it's still too early to say that. It's still too early. So to me, that's why I say this is a walkaway spot. You do not need to bet this line because it's gotten to that uncomfortable phase where if I'm betting anything, I'm betting the Bills first half, and I'm leaving it alone in the second half because. I could see the Chargers going down three scores, and this is like a 20-point lead, and then somehow in the last like 10 minutes of the game, you get a backdoor cover situation where the Chargers just score a field goal to like make it 17, and then they get a late touchdown, and they cut it to 10, and like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I could see, I could see the situ- scenario play out where the Chargers just eat into this, and it's a backdoor cover, and then everyone's like, oh, man, the, the Bills are dominating this game, but the Chargers still somehow covered. 
Like, that's that's what I look at. It's like, I look at this as like, this screams a backdoor cover, even though the Bills win this one. Yeah, I, I have the Bills winning it, but uh, the, the, the cover is, it's, it's kind of tough for me because, now, here's the other thing that, that could easily happen. The Bills come out and score a touchdown early in the first half, and the Chargers defense just decide, hey, you know, uh, let's, 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 let's break for the Christmas season right now. Well, exactly, exactly, and and that's the scenario. And that's the in that Raiders game. Well, remember, remember this. This is not the. Um, oh God, why am I blanking on the game that was? I think no, it it, it was it wasn't it wasn't the Chargers. We saw this actually happen to the Broncos. Remember last year? That's how it got. That's how Hackett got fired. Yeah, like where the Broncos literally just quit on the game. Because of the holiday season, and uh, you know, it, like that's how it happened. Like they 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 got burnt out. Um, you know, it, it like because they got blown out on like Christmas Day. Yeah, it was the Rams. They lost fifty one to fourteen to the Rams. Yeah. Uh, because the game was just over because the Broncos were just like. Eh, we're, we're we're good. It's like it's the holiday. We're, we're you know we're not into this game. So yes, could that blowout factor happen? Yeah, absolutely. But the problem is, everyone is on that blowout script happening. Like, and and I mean by everyone, I mean we got over seventy five percent of people saying this game's going to be a complete and utter blowout. And it's like, and once it gets that heavy, with everyone thinking it's a blowout, it's almost. Like yeah, could you hop on the fence with everybody else? Yeah, but there's so, like to me, there's almost so little upside to that point. Like it, like the boat, like the the bandwagon's a little heavy right now. That that to me, that's what it feels like. Everyone's on the Bills bandwagon today, and I'm like, you know, yes, I expect them to win, but it's like everyone being on the spread like this, it just does not feel good. Like to, to me, that's where. Because, like, right now, the, um, because that was, like, the opening, like, uh, like, line. Like, now we're at a spread of, uh, okay, yeah, so th- this is what I was talking about. The, like, people started betting back on the spread because it was just getting so wide. Now the spread came back to the, uh, back closer because, like, the, the, uh, the Sharks started, uh, uh, betting back on it because the line came back to 12 and a half because the public money was coming on, uh, the public money was coming in on uh, the charger. I mean, the bill side and the sh- and the sharps just kind of bet on the uh, on the on the charger side because like fourteen and a half was just wide, and yeah, that's yeah. where I look. At it. It's like this feels like a backdoor cover. So being at twelve and a half kind of validates wh- where my head was at. It's like to me, this feels like a backdoor cover late in the game. In, in a game that the Bills are are controlling, like to me, that's where it feels like. Like the the Bills are going to be up three scores, and there's a backdoor come uh, cover pending on this one. So, from a fantasy perspective, you want to have Bills players because to, to me, the scoring is in this game. I, I I expect the Bills to be up. I expect them to be up uh, early. I expect them to be running the ball, and I still expect no matter what happens. That this game's going to outscore the Pittsburgh uh, Cincinnati game by at least ten points. 
Like, I think the the line for the Steelers-Bengals being at 38 is way too high. I think that game is probably under 30 come fourth quarter. Like, I, I think that that's like a 13-13 game. I don't, I do not like this, uh, that Steelers-Bengals game to break 35 points total. Like, I, I, just, I just don't see it. I don't see that game, like, uh, I'm actually probably going to bet the under again on the Steelers-Bengals oh. because I just don't... The only way that happens is if the Bengals come and uh, the first two times they go around the field, they score, and 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 the Pittsburgh Pittsburgh just quits. And I don't know if that team is built to do that to just quit. You know, so it would it would surprise me. that would surprise me. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. yeah. Anywho, Kelly. Yeah. Let let let's wrap this one up early because yeah. uh, we'll 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 get we'll get this out for the folks just so they can. They can they can figure out what they want to do, but uh, we'll we'll do the full Sunday slate ahead because uh, that's where we have far more interesting games uh, coming up. Uh, so, Kelly, did, did you even know there was a boxing match tonight? Oh, that's um, uh, that uh, Wilder and yes, and um, I forgot the other guy's name. Uh, yeah, well, 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 it's Wilder Joshua. Except they're not fighting each other. They're fighting the yeah, other guys to, to, yeah. to promote them fighting each other eventually. This is yeah. the stupidest thing ever. Just fight each other. Like, or like what are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> Let me tell you something. And I was one of the biggest boxing fans. I mean, you can't call one of those fights with, with you know, any of those guys that I wasn't there, front line. I, I, I was a boxing crazy. I used to, I used to go down to the garden when you had to go down there and watch it in closed circuit or one of those movie houses when you couldn't even sit up. And now it's right here in my house. I don't pay shit. They have, they have destroyed boxing. You know, to, I don't know. First of all, right now, I can't have boxing the same spot I have wrestling. I don't watch it. It's it's that they've made it that bad, you know. They, they I, we never get the fights we want. At least at the time we want, you know, when the guys are young and strong and everything, they wait till everybody is pushing around a wheelchair, and then they tell us, "Oh, this is the fight of the century." It's it's, it's the most ridiculous thing you ever want to see, you know. I mean, if these two guys are supposed to be the best, it, it, hey. Let's let's see. Bring them out there. Let them fight. If one wins and the fight is close, you have fight number two. That that's that is what happened with those Fraser and Ali fights. It was it was nonstop action. One guy won. You still had Pete, the other guy's fans that saying, "I think we won that. It was close. I I thought he got more." Blah, blah, blah. Boom! Not a fight. And when the other guy wins. You say, okay, so this is the decider. 1-1, one, one, this is the decider. That's how we had the trillion in Manila. You know, that's how we had Duran 1, Duran Chigari uh, 1, and Duran Chigari 2. That's how you get these fights. You know, it's, it's ridiculous what they do now. I fell out of love with boxing with two fights. When 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 they, they, they that Pacquiao thing, 
and and they put it off, put it off, put it off till they the two retirees almost, and and then let them fight. And the Bernard Hopkins, Roy Joe, which we never got. Okay, so I, I don't want to hear nothing from boxing anymore. I don't want to hear it. You know when I when, when I when I was a young man, you had WBA and WBC. If you were champion over there and I'm champion over here, we used to fight to see if we could unify the, if you could hold both belts. Now, you got to go up and down the alphabet and you run all the letters before you run all the boxing conferences. I'm sick and tired of it. I, I do not watch boxing anymore. They're, they're, they're a joke to me. Uh-huh. So I, I, I don't know. Were those fights in London? Yes, yes. Uh, are they giving it to us London time so that you don't have to sit still? That, 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 that is true. They're giving it to us London time. Okay. So you can actually watch it just uh, just like you watch the soccer game. Yeah. So you know how to stay. But I, I'm telling you, I, I, all I know about boxing now is what I read in the paper. I might read an article or it might be on ESPN and I would hear them talking about so but me watching a box I haven't watched a live boxing match <sighs> let me see is it is it ten? I'm not sure if it, it could be 10 years now yeah you you you've you've watched a couple others before then but uh, uh you sure it's live or, or I did it on tape delay yeah I'm, I'm telling you I sometimes I know the fight is on I I I can watch it I'm just so not into it anymore because, and look, I don't want to blame the fighters. There's still some good guys, you know, Crawford and some of these guys. But again, now it's who, it's like this nonsense we are, and and, and they, they screwed this up. I always say this, they screwed this up with that Tyson and and um, Buster Douglas thing, because before that, once you're a champion, if you lose, you had an automatic second second thing, a rematch. It yeah, the rematch automatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah and you 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 get a rematch. It was guaranteed, and he beat Tyson. And never gave him a rematch. He went to fight Holyfield. Never ever gave him a rematch. And everybody sat there and like, yeah. And after that, you couldn't tell a guy that he had to give anybody a rematch. It was it was out the door. You know, and th- to me, that screwed things up. You know, because if you win for me, you just look for the most money you could get. You don't have to give me any rematch, you see. So, I I I, I didn't like that. I didn't like that. Yeah, you know, because it uh, to me it screwed up from that. Because I remember when T- Tyson fought um, what's that guy name? And uh, the referee stopped the fight because the guy got hurt. But he was good. At least he, you know everybody thought he was good and. People booed and they didn't like it. And Tyson said, hey, I didn't think they should have stopped the fight. I'm going to give him a rematch. <laughs> because that's how boxing was. 
you needed to please the people in the audience. He, he, he could, you couldn't have fights being stopped, and you know, it's the public. You got, you got, you got to give the public what the public wants. Nope. And Floyd proved that you don't need to give the public what no, they want. No, you, and they screwed that you up. Ju- you just need to antagonize the public. Yeah, but anyway, all right, all right. Last topic before we we gotta we get we really gotta close up. All right. Uh, so uh, Yamamoto. Yay or nay, did the Mets blow it by not signing Yamamoto? And before you answer that, I will say that Yamamoto and his representatives, I commend them on their usage of pumping uh, 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 pumping the Mets and Steve Cohen for as much money as possible to sweeten the pot with the Dodgers. Well, let me tell you something, okay? I don't understand how you're a multi-billionaire. And you can't figure shit out. Because I always knew you were signing with the Dodgers. I, I, I don't know. I don't know how the, 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 and it's more the Mets than the Yankees. He had I dinner in my house. We were so I, close. He had dinner I, in my house. Doing, doing. The guy I sat across from him. As soon as Otani signed with the Dodgers. If you had any kind of sense, you know Yamamoto was going to sign with the Dodgers too. The only reason the Yankees had a chance was because the Yankees are so popular in Japan and he had um, Matsui out there kind of... The Mets can be just as popular as the Yankees. We are taking over New York. <laughs> if you want to believe that shit and to me they got what they deserve because I don't understand how you fall in that trap that guy was signing with the Dodgers you you got to be an idiot if you didn't figure that out he 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 wanted to pitch with another Japanese person he wanted to be on the same team with another you know Big time Japanese player. Apparently, that was important to him. So, why would you think he's going any place else but the Dodgers? The only thing could have saved you is if the Dodgers didn't have enough money to sign him, and they did. And they the, almost and knew they did because of the, the once you find out Otani deferred his contract, it should have been obvious, but. <laughs> Dwayne, I'm telling you, I tell you, they deserve whatever they got. Because to me, you had a lot of warning signs that, hey, this shit is not going to work out. It's, they're angling to, to, and what? Otani don't speak Japanese? <laughs> oh, Yamamoto don't speak Japanese. You don't think these guys are talking? <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 it's the dumbest thing. I don't, I don't understand how they get caught in that. I, I when I heard the, that uh, the um, Yamamoto, I didn't even check the news. I checked it like about three days later. Uh, uh, he's, he's, you know, it's, it's, it's a done deal. Uh, I said, wait a minute, you didn't know that last week? <laughs> I, I knew he was signing there. He was ev- everything was in the Dodgers' favor. They like the West Coast. It's a shorter ride to Japan. That's one of the things. You know. And 
he done have Yamamoto there. I mean, um, Otani there. I, 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 like I said, the, like, the only thing anybody said was that he kind of was a fan of the Yankees because the Yankees are so big in Japan and it, it, he had Matsui to, to kind of take him to sign with the Yankees. But you had to figure that the Mets could all beat the Yankees. That's how it is now. Because this guy can always put in his own money. So the Mets could all beat the Yankees. So to me, the Mets were the own worst enemy. Because I don't think he ever wanted to sign with the Mets. You know, because... I think it was pretty clear he didn't want to sign with the Mets. I got news for them. A lot of There's people who think like me. Hey, since when the Mets is part of New York? (laughs) That's New York. And and maybe 10 years from now, I don't know. But still, when you say... That's why I laughed when Durant and I went to the the Nets. I'm like, you come to New York and you go to Brooklyn? (laughs) You're kidding me. You know, it, it 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 just don't work out. Uh, you know, I I they got suckered, but they got suckered by themselves. Uh, you know, they just drove up the price, and Yamamoto said, "Thank you." I decided with the Dodgers, which I always knew he was going to do. <laughs> yeah, but say so, what? Well, I yeah, look, I hope it works out for the Dodgers. You know, but that's a lot of money, right? It's a lot of money, and they expect to be making a lot of money off of the Asian markets. Oh, like yeah. oh, to oh, me, to oh, me, oh. Th- th- this is all about the Dodgers trying to close. Like people keep talking about this as if it's like, oh, it's about winning the World Series. Yeah, yeah, they they've won the World Series, but this is about like closing the gap on the market cap between them and the Yankees. Yeah. It's like th- 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 like people people just look at it in terms of winning championships. That like yes. Winning the title's great. That's not what they like. The uh, Magic Johnson and, and the Dodgers ownership group is primarily focused on. Yes, they want to win, but guess what? They also want to maximize the market cap because if they can maximize the market cap, then they can get closer to the Yankees, and that's it's the, the brand. It's the brand. Exactly. The Yankees sell so much merchandise. When you're watching a soccer game, an English soccer game, do you watch, do you watch the stands? Do you see how many Yankees have exactly. Like mean, this is what this is the world that people don't seem to grasp. Yeah. There is an international marketplace beyond the domestic of the U.S. They're trying to close the gap because the Yankees are so far ahead of yeah. every other baseball franchise in the world. Like the Astros can win. 10 World Series. Oh, it still will not come close to the Yankees. I'm sorry like if that offends people when I say this. That's just the reality of the situation because you are not marketable to international brands. Like the Astros are just not marketable. Broad. No, so they no, want no, the Yankees no. and they want the Dodgers. Yeah, the Dodgers. They, like they like Dodgers. the the Dodgers uh, the 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 Giants are fine too. The, the the Red Sox had their little run, and it actually did help them grow because before the Red Sox had their run, technically, 
it, it was more the Cubs than anything else that were like that secondary team not on the coast. Now the Red Sox started re- uh, replacing some of the Cubs. But yeah. it, it, it's still the Yankees by such a wide margin internationally that that's the market that, uh, like, what the Dodgers are trying to do. Because so many of these other clubs have just conceded that, oh, the Yankees are the Yankees, we're never going to get there. The Dodgers are the only ones saying, no, we can't actually get there. Yeah, that, that, that's, and, and, and i tell you, that signing those two guys, if, let me tell you something. If, if Yamamoto, this is why I tell people they should fold the Angels. They have a right to fold the Angels. The, 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 it's Major League Baseball's own fault. They, oh they, 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 like, they gave the Angels every opportunity to get closer to the Dodgers, and the Angels did everything possible to fumble it. Like, I, like, it's like this is this is the this is the indictment to uh, like mo- uh, remove Artie Moreno as a baseball owner from uh, MLB if if they wanted to. I'm, I'm telling you, it's I'm tell, it's 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 for you to have that guy. It's not it's not a matter of signing Otania. It's what he did. Both sides of the ball. Okay. Both sides of the ball, what he did. Top class pitcher, top class hitter. I mean, you're talking Babe Ruth shit. And these guys couldn't even let out a whimper. And you had Trout to go with him. You know, how the hell? I, I heard uh, Bumani Jones, and he said, How the hell could a team who had these two guys? be that much out of first place. It's like it's impossible that, that you can do that. I mean, you can't even call that mismanage. <laughs> I mean, you got to work at that shit to be that bad. You know, so I, I you know, I, 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 I got it to hand it to the Dodgers. They took the big swing and yeah, they got it done. And like you said, they got a tiny to, to put some of that money. So it's a lot of money, but they're going to make it. They're going to make money like crazy. You know, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to, I think, I think they're, they're going to think we'll see if they win, if they win a World Series or two with those two guys, it's, it's even worse. Yeah. That's when, when, if you're an Angels fan, you just start. You just start posing questions to the, the Padres. Say, "Hey guys, you want to merge?" <laughs> wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. It actually have angel fans. You said fans or fan? It, it, the angels have fans. The, 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 now, now, it, it may not be that many, but like they have, they have fans. They have fans. I, I don't know. I don't why know why they're, they're fans. Like, <laughs> but they have fans. Unless you get him paid. Unless you get him paid, I don't. I don't. I don't know. Why, I don't know why. Maybe they like the rally monkey, but like for whatever reason, they have fans. Oh my god! Yeah, no. All right, son. All right. Yeah, I gotta get going. Yeah. So yeah, you okay. take it easy. Okay. All right. All right, folks. That's gonna do it for us. As I said, ugly two gamer today, but you know, maybe this is the spot where you can get a little bit creative in terms of your roster construction. But from a betting perspective, I still look at this as heavily slanted towards the nightcap as opposed to try to figure out 
where you're going to get points in an AFC North battle in December. Uh, to me, it just doesn't make a ton of sense. I'd rather just target the West Coast game and call it a day. But, uh, yeah, I'm sure there will be ownership just because it's a two-gamer. So, we'll see how it goes. But, uh, yeah, you got our picks. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a good one. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.